0: Good morning, Sarah. Good afternoon, Sana Ekström. You are the co-founder of Mindpark. Mindpark is located in Malmö, uh, in the south of uh, Sweden. Yeah, Mindpark is four locations. You have been uh, among the pioneers of the co-working industry in Europe and uh, in the Scandinavian country. Um, and uh, the purpose of the discussion today was um, to tell about Mindpark uh, Mark new, Park new, new developments so you have uh, you signed up with a big uh, real estate owner in Gothenburg um, while the building is not even existing and uh, it's pretty new also in this uh, in this industry that we see also um, uh, promoter and, and construction company to partnering up Already years before having a, a building in place um, in order to operate it or partly, um, but uh, the purpose of the discussion was also to discuss also about mine park as a whole or so you see the the market involving evolving in um, in Sweden and um, see how you addressed the um, uh, hopefully, the hand of the COVID crisis, also from your perspective. And um, uh, we see that you are signing up also with your new kind of customers uh, from abroad. And um, that will be the agenda for today. Um, but first of all, Sana, can you, can you just introduce yourself and, and, and Mark Park?
1: Of course. Thanks for uh, having me. Uh, my name is Sanna, and I'm one of the co-founders of uh, Mindpark. And I, today I mainly focus on expansion and developments of uh, new mind parks. And we started off in uh, 2008, but then we started off as a cafe. Mm. So we've added different functions along the way, starting and renting out desks, offices, meeting rooms, creating events and, and so on. And... At that time, co-working was not a hype, the hype that it is today. So we needed to explain to everyone the benefits of sharing space, uh, facilities, working together and, and so on. But slowly the community uh, grew and we expanded with more uh, square meters. And our first location was, was in, uh, in Helsingborg. So it's a mid-sized for Sweden uh, wow. city in the southern, uh, southern parts of Sweden, close to, uh, to Malmö.
0: So you are uh, sorry. You have four locations now, and uh, we have four locations. Coming. We
1: started in Helsingborg and then we have two in Malmo and one in Lund.
0: Okay, so mm-hmm. all in the south um, southern part of uh, of Sweden. So is the your location. So it's, it's when when you visit, we visit your your website. We see that it's uh, trendy, it's uh, fun, it's colorful. So it's uh, you. You mainly focused on the startup and entrepreneurs. Uh, in the beginning at least, um, is it still the case is it how do you or has it evolved or does it have evolved since you you started off um, years ago now
1: I would say back in the days like in yeah. in, in the beginning 2000, uh, 2010 or something like that, we had a lot of freelancers and then came the the smaller companies and the teams and the startups and now it's it's also like larger corporation. Having a a department moving in a department to to Mindpark, or also like companies abroad who want an office in Scandinavia or in Sweden, or a company in Stockholm wanting a a regional office in uh, in the southern parts of Sweden. So, um, from freelancers to to departments and uh, like innovation department um, and larger companies as well. We also rented a whole floor now for a larger tech company who wanted to be part of our community and have all the services that we can provide, but still have their own floor and their own office space.
0: Okay. So, so that so is it's, new for us. Okay. So so um, something important for those who don't necessarily see Malmö, it's just close to Copenhagen. Uh, so it's this idea of the greater Copenhagen that was um, has been developed, at least thanks also to this huge bridge that is now... Darren's beautiful bridge, um, and, and you were saying at the beginning, uh, or at least some years ago, you were also betting on that to to, to tell about Mind Park as being part of this Greater Copenhagen, but it's be, it has been a little bit challenging, uh, you told me. Uh, why so? And um, what about the strategy? Because obviously you are um, concentrating on the, on, on the very uh, clear regional area um, of, of, of the Scandinavian the Scandics. Um, What can you tell us about that um, the strategy there?
1: I lived in Stockholm for a couple of years ago and then you think like okay Stockholm is the capital of Sweden who can question that and then when you move to the southern parts of Sweden you realize that Stockholm is really far away and Copenhagen is really close and the mentality among the people here and in Copenhagen they're a bit more alike than uh, Malmo versus Stockholm. And mm-hmm. um, So for for us uh, here in the southern parts, it's really natural to see Copenhagen as as our capital, uh, and 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 we like Copenhagen and 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 the Danish people. So and, and there is also a, like a greater Copenhagen network. Uh, there is a plan for for the southern parts of Sweden and Copenhagen to collaborate. It's been really hard for the last. Eighteen months, yeah, like, almost two years course. with with yeah. COVID, because it's been then. Then it was really obvious that it is two countries and it yeah. is a close border between. So uh, the bridge, so the bridge was
0: closed, I guess uh, you couldn't go through. The bridge was
1: closed. Yes, yeah. exactly. Uh, so it, it's it's been hard, and I think that also this is a process. It will evolve for for many years, but uh, yeah. But a lot of people commute between the cities in Sweden and, and in the northern parts of Denmark.
0: So what about the, the, the uh, co-working demand and market in this part of, of uh, your both countries? Um, how do you, does it integrate? Have you seen a, a, a big evolution? We speak more and more about segmentation. We just spoke about uh, freelancer and the startup in the beginning, now evolving for to, to, to accommodate bigger bigger tenants. Uh, how do you, uh, do you see that? And as you have been... Uh, witnessing the the, the the evolution for the last ten years, um, what's your take on it? What are your main um, takeaways?
1: Copenhagen and, and yeah, well, mainly Copenhagen has in Denmark has always been a couple of years ahead of of sweden so oh, me and okay. Kirsten, the, the other co-founder of mindpark uh, we we went to inspirational trips to copenhagen and, and to berlin and so on to, to visiting the, the spaces and learn about co-working and building communities and so when we, when we started mindpark so um there always been a couple of years ahead of us uh, but i think that the sweden there are more and more co-working uh, operators in in sweden now than uh, several years ago so i think that slowly we will Uh, evolved towards Copenhagen and the great community that they have there today. But they're they're really good at communities and co-working and so on. So uh, I think we still have a lot to learn there. Uh,
0: So as you mentioned that there are more and more operators. So how do you address the the rise of the competition? Um, Because you have been growing as well. So you are are a, a competitor for those other players as well, most likely. So what, what's your take on it? What? Oh, did you? Did it make you change? Maybe also the kind of positioning or communication you had, or the kind of services you are providing.
1: There are more operators today, but they're all. The market is also bigger, ah. uh, and I think that I think it's good with competition, and I think it's good that different coworking operators are um, a bit niche, that they the different. Um, it, not one co-working space suits mm. all there are different needs uh, what you want in a co-working space so i think it's that's why it's good that there are several operators and and um, we've worked together with several of them and we know there still there is a it's it's a small network in sweden so you kind of mm. know each other and you talk a bit and you learn from each other and so on so uh but i i think we will see more Co-working operators merge uh, in the future. It's and, and that the market will mature in in Scandinavia and at least You, in be, you
0: believe in consolidations. Uh, we've we just issued a report about it, so we we believe in yeah, that. Okay. Interesting.
1: <laughs> I want to yeah I want to read it later. But yeah, I think so. I think that's that's what happens to all all markets uh, and um, and also maybe we'll see some more niche uh, when co-working is. When everyone realizes, in, in like landlords and property developers, that this will be necessary in all new projects, all new buildings, that it's not a hype. It's, it's, it, we need the, the flexibility and we want the service in our buildings. We want the vibrant spaces. Then I think also more will go niche. So for e commerce or food tech, and you will have the, this building who focuses on food tech with flexible office space and service and so on so uh,
0: is that what you do now you, you start to to spot some uh, areas when you want to become you know the visible players or partner uh, or is still still too early or maybe the uh, the, the market is maybe too small to go f- f- further in that direction for the moment how do you see that
1: well maybe we also besides mine park we also we also have a, a co-working space called e-commerce park so we have okay. a niche uh, space as well uh, so it's like a sister for our mind parks mind park is open for everyone all companies um, but my uh, e-commerce park is mostly for 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 the e-commerce community um so we have tried that and that works uh, really good here in helsingborg because helsingborg, um they're good at, at e-commerce here, but you have to have that critical mass of companies working in that industry. So um, I think that will that will grow if larger companies also like cluster together
0: uh, yeah, yeah, in yeah.
1: different cities.
0: And and so because as if I'm wrong, is smaller than Malmö. So yeah. still yeah. You, you choose to do it in Elsingar instead of, of Malmö, but it's, it's concerning. Yeah. Well, no, or, or not?
1: <laughs> Both me and Karsten lived here yeah. in 2008 and when we, we started LA, we had the cafe here so that's why it was just natural for us to start here and uh, I think it was quite healthy for us to to build a co-working space and a community and so on in, in, in a smaller city because now we can do Möllendal and, uh, and I think many other co-working operators they look at Stockholm Malmö Gothenburg Copenhagen Oslo like the larger yeah. and we know that we can also do it um, I saw you talk to what is it, do space do a space. couple of weeks ago yeah. yeah and they also they do it in Linköping and Jönköping and so in smaller cities in in um, and i think that it i mean you need co-working spaces also in the smaller cities and but you need to calculate and think about the space in in a different way than if you operate something in Malmö or in Stockholm. Uh, it has to be smaller and also maybe it's more important like with the smaller communities that it's really like friendly and easy for everyone to to join in.
0: So you speak about this this Möldal uh, project that, that is really recent. Um, so the, as we said, the building doesn't exist. It's further north for, north for you because it's in Gothenburg um so the two questions two questions uh number one um when when you look for co in malmo or southern sweden Mine park is number one we we can't miss you you are everywhere there on, on the internet we know that you are the the, the champ the local champion um how, how do you see you going in another area maybe where there are other players that are as big as you are or as visible as you are in this, this other part of the of the country um, and the second questions um, yes did the, the guys from from the property company came to you or do you uh, actively prospect for for dealing with players like that
1: I am um, well we we now have like four places uh, spaces here in in the southern parts of Sweden so we want to evolve along the, the west coast to Gothenburg because we think Gothenburg is a really nice and friendly city with relaxed people and exactly like in, in Malmö and we like yeah. that so we, we want to go there and a lot of people work and commute between the cities Malmö, Lund, Helsingborg, Halmstad, Gothenburg and so on so it's really a natural to, for us to grow uh, that way and when we looked at the market in, in Gothenburg we also saw that there there are some larger players um, and there are some smaller independent co-working spaces you know when you have like one or two smaller spaces um, but i think that we we are, we fit in somewhere in the middle between mm-hmm. that and uh, i think that's uh, uh, that's missing in in the market today so hopefully that will be um uh, will be a good match and also we we call ourselves a co-working operator because that's then it's it's easy for people to understand what we do but we do a lot more than than that mm-hmm. we operate our own restaurants and cafes meeting rooms uh, event areas we often we are the reception for the whole house also for the other companies uh, in the same building so we're often like they call us the heart when we talk to property uh, developers and, oh. and landlords uh, the heart of the building so that you walk in the, into this vibrant place instead of just you know a a building with the door Um, and my i've I've worked the last couple of years with since 2017 with okay we had one mine park. now the market is sure enough and we want to open some some more so i've been doing this for the last couple of years and in that i've been in contact with a lot of property developers and landlords in Sweden, so I have quite a good network. So I talk to them, and then they contact me when they have something interesting and, mm-hmm. and a case. Um, and here with NCC, a property development, who's the, the property developer for, for for this project, Mimo in Melndal, they wanted someone who could like take care of their first floor. They wanted a reception to welcome all the visitors for all the companies in the house. They wanted a gym. Um they wanted a restaurant they wanted meeting rooms and so on and we can provide everything we will in this case we won't provide the, the gym there will be another operator mm-hmm. for, for mm-hmm. that but but for the rest so we will like really take take care of the house and and um, and also offer service to all of the other companies in the house catering breakfasts and so on and i think that's also a bit uh unique and and separates us from other co-working operators um and that's because we started off as a cafe,
0: mm-hmm.
1: we love service and bringing people together. Yeah. And we can do that in a co-working space or in an event area or in a restaurant. But for us, it's our heart is a bit bigger than, than, just, than just co-working. So we love the service parts as well. And um, I think that fits very good with what property developers and landlords uh, face today. And then, Because it's it's kind of critical to have mm-hmm. in every new building today. And then they have to discuss with both some um, restaurant operator, they have to discuss with someone for mm-hmm. the reception and someone for co-working and so on. And, um, maybe both, it's of course easier for them to just go to, to one, but also we can sit down together and say, okay, like we did with Möldal, this building is located here. What are in the surroundings? Okay, but we lack a restaurant. Okay, then we will do that. Or maybe there are a lot of restaurants, then we will just operate an espresso bar and the reception. Mm -hmm. So we can, together with the landlord, form what we think will be best for for this house. Uh, And of course, that that profits both our business and and theirs. So we can go out and market the project together.
0: Is it more like a kind of service agreement you have with them or do you become not co-owner of the building, but um, associated with, uh, you know, there is this model of joint joint ventures that some uh, players are are putting in place. Some others like more management fees and things like that. What kind of partnership you, you are putting in place for that?
1: It's a, in, in, we have a rental agreement for the floors that we're renting. And then uh-huh. we also have a service agreement if they want us to provide service. But then we also have service or service agreements or, or addition, for additional service for the other companies okay. that we have together um, with that company. So, so, so the, if the company on the sixth floor, they want breakfast every Friday, then that's the uh, agreement between us.
0: So So, to what extent do you see yourself because the border with facility management is blurring <laughs> uh, that you are taking care of the all walk walk environments rather than just yes, of course, there is the flexibility management, which is an important part, uh, but that benefits every everybody in the in the building or in the surrounding. Um, where do you see mine part going from that perspective? Is it um, you are becoming that kind of um, walk environment? Operator or what would you, or would you would you describe that evolution or, or what you are going to, to 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 be in the future?
1: I don't know, <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's the fun part of it. I mean, we started out as a café. We sold coffee to students, me and Karsten, for like seven Swedish kroner per cup of coffee, uh, and now we have almost five uh, co-working spaces that do like events we go travel together with our co-workers and we, host, uh, and we operate restaurants and, and so on so i don't know really what the future holds but we see that uh, landlords they need this and we can provide it and we think it's fun with service and also for our co-workers to come down to our restaurant they come to us to the restaurant to have their cup of coffee and that's just it's really good for the community and then we host the events together with the whole house because often you have a lot of other fun companies sitting on the other floors and if we can do events together then that's really good uh, for everyone in the house so that they can meet and then the the community we extend our community
0: in the house Um, it's still a more and more layer of complexities uh that you are handling now because you need different skills uh you you said that you were uh running cafe now you are like a real estate expert <laughs> that needs i get you know you need to deal with lawyers and new new kind of and, and deposits and all those stuff mm-hmm. so that's 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 more and more complexity there so um how do you address this scaling up of your activity and 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 the complexity also because that's 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 a big stuff. So it's, not everyone can do it nowadays for for that kind of stuff.
1: I think that's that's mainly why both me and Karsten still think this is fun every day, and um, because we learn something new every day. And we um, and of course, I mean, we don't know everything, so we need to to taking people in the company that have these skills. Uh, But also it's, I I think it's uh, the Pippi Longstrom, you know, the Swedish, uh, Astrid LinkedIn, she said, I've never tried this before, so I think it's easy or something like that. And we kind of have that mindset. I mean, you need to try and and often you learn something and often you succeed and sometimes you don't. And, but we've tried and errored a bit during the years and, um, no, but we like this uh, to to do a bit of all. Um, mm-hmm. But still, co-working is where we get our, most of our revenue from. Okay. That's like the big okay. chunk yeah. still yeah. Um, yeah. Other are, are still services. But it makes the co-working space um, more fun because mm. there's so much going on.
0: Uh, and the emotional so. part is there and the relationships. And uh, it's more than just a facility. It's there exactly. was soul and uh, hospitality and get it it's
1: more like like in a hotel you also have all the different skill you Mm. have a small gym you have a pool you have the spa you have the you know uh so maybe we're more like a hotel operator than a co-working operator that's everything
0: that's everything we see now the moving that co-working history is walking on the uh, in the shoes of the hotel industry more and more, and that was a lot of similarities, even the branding. Because um, that was my maybe my last question. So how important is the Mind Park brand for what you do? Because um, th- th- this company, this uh, landlord that you partner with, uh, with um, was the Mind Park brand important for them, or was the skills that you do you had? Um, and and you could demonstrate that you could run this full fledge uh, of service, and uh, that was good for them for for uh, uh, to 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 bring you in, so, uh, as simple as that. How important is this identity that you have?
1: I think it's a bit of both. I think that they know that we have had the brand for for several years. We have done this. Uh, We've uh, mm, so I think it's a bit it's a bit of both. Uh, but they tell us to use the Mind Park brand and it's also in our agreements that uh-uh. we can't use another name. Or at least we need to discuss it with them before before changing the name. So I think it's quite uh, important because we've established a brand in the southern parts of, of Sweden and here it's quite well known. Mm. Um, so And they know that we know what we're doing because we've do- been doing this for, for many years uh, successfully. So.
0: Okay. We are arriving at the end of our discussion. Um, maybe always oh, the situation now regarding the recovery post-COVID and um, are people coming coming back or, or do you address it? Um, do you have to take some, some um, specific measures during that period? Um, we know that in Sweden it has been handled a little bit differently than some other European countries. So... Yeah. We,
1: we've still had uh, all our, our spaces have been open <clears throat> and then our coworkers have self-chosen cho- if they wanted to come to their office or, or not. We don't have that many open space desk areas. We mostly have like smaller offices so they're still quite um, by themselves if they, yeah, even yeah. if they come into the, into the yeah. office. But it's for our restaurants and meeting rooms. It's been, of course, really tough. No one has had a meeting for, for a year. But we see now how we start to get bookings for this fall. And uh, so hopefully uh, this autumn will uh, will be a lot better than last.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. We hope... We all hope yeah. that indeed that it's really the end and the real end this time, and there is no waves waiting for us ahead. And uh, thank you so much, um, Sana, for, for the great conversation and sharing with us some of, some of the steps uh, MindPark uh, has been through. And it's just, it sounds like it's just the beginning of a new chapter that you are opening up. And uh, um, hopefully, we see you in Vienna for the Co-Working Europe conference that is back as well. And
1: Yay. <laughs>
0: and um yes, take care all the best with your new new project um that are coming up and um all the best thank you thank you so much thank you bye 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 bye- bye